that time. It's about that time. We are back once more. Yes, man. It just keeps going. It's like the gift that keeps on giving this podcast. We keep, I keep coming thinking, back around. <laughs> I know. I keep thinking <laughs> like, okay, is that last episode, last episode. And then I'm like, I know, right? another one. It's like, it's like you know, DJ Khaled another up in one. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. My name is Nettie. I'm Nisi, and I'm glad to be back. Yeah, man. This time we have a, a special guest that'll be joining us a little later on the podcast. You may know him as Foti, or the best dad ever, or Arthur Carlin. Arthur Carlin. Woo! <laughs> yes, that's right. Rob Moran is going to be joining us on the show for a quick little interview, talking about his time on the show and what he's up to now and why he's such a great TV dad and one of the best that ever was. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world, you know? There's crazy yeah. things going on, Nisi. I, I don't think I know what year this is, because I think I'm in 1955. Yeah, man. Like, when I was little, and we would learn about the Jim Crow stuff in school, and about, like, um, the protests and everything with Martin Luther King and all that stuff, I remember being like, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. I'm glad I was born later, For to where real. I don't have to deal with that. But guess what, Nisi? We living in it. We live in it. And you know what, Nisi? I'm, what i just want to matter i'm just trying to matter bro That's all. i want to have babies but i can't bring no brown or black babies into a racist world like this oh now God. i can't have I any babies so... until i'm like 75 i'm like <laughs> i'm serious and who knows it's probably still gonna be racist 75 years from now well at that point don't even bring your child into the world because you'll be gone another five years after that <laughs> i mean what's the point who's gonna raise it <laughs> When Damn, they're graduating right. from high school, you'll be like, what, like in your 90s or something? On my like, deathbed. <laughs> like, let's uh, just, just forget about it at that point. Anyway, it's just crazy. Like, I feel I I look at people with, like, kids, like, they have, like, sons, like, Spanish and black sons. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God, like, you guys must be going through it right now. And, oh, man, yeah. I went to a protest here in New York. It was a great time. Like, oh, I felt like I was helping, you know? It just initially I was scared I was scared to go out into this world of protesting because you know I've been seeing videos but I went out did this protest with a friend and it was great New York is uh yeah they're very accommodating to everyone they had like people on the route giving out like water bottles and snacks and band-aids well, that's nice of people and Advil <laughs> band-aids I was like oh. y'all got it together I know and there are people coming out of their like balconies on their um their apartments and like banging on pots and pans and support and everything mm-hmm. it was it was oh, i just love seeing the videos of everyone around the world coming together too it's like you care about me like my I know, like other countries too like other countries they're not even here they're not yeah, even y'all here are, y'all aren't here y'all don't have to care like y'all are you know? in your own world and we're over right. here wiling out like y'all could be doing your own thing but y'all, y'all care about be like us. yo yo i don't got time for that we're trying to handle our stuff over here but y'all are like no nah, we're, we're gonna fight for y'all too and i'm like dang yeah you know i don't know if you guys know i'm sure you guys do know me and nisi are black so <laughs> <laughs> i know there might be a new listener that might just be like popping in on this episode because they're a big rob moran fan and they're like okay i'm starting here so <laughs> so i you guys know <laughs> if you haven't noticed yes um, yeah we are we are black um, but yeah, so when all this stuff started going down, I was like, you know, I can't be promoting my own stuff right now. Like, True. that's not what the world is about right now. I can't be like promoting stuff that I know. isn't helping the cause. Like when it when all this started and it was like real heavy, I was like, I can't even post anything funny right now because everybody is serious. Yeah, I don't like, even know when we can be funny again. When I, I know, right? 
I talked to a few friends of mine. I was like, you know, I'm trying to promote this podcast and I have this promo I want to put out tomorrow or whenever. And one of my friends, actually, Matt, was like, yeah, I get really mad when I see people post things that isn't about like Black Lives Matter or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Matt be posting woke stuff. <laughs> yeah, he does. I, I saw him on Instagram. And we decided to do this uh, interview with Rob Moran back when it was like Father's Day. But he um, we had some scheduling issues. So now we're doing it now and, you know, better late than never. So hopefully this brings some joy to your life. Before we get to that, we do have some mailbag. I wanted to shout out some people that have hit us up and posted some awesome stuff about our podcast. So this is uh, this is one from Alex on Instagram. Thank you so much for hitting us up. Uh, They wanted to say, hey, ladies. I wanted to reach out and tell you how much I appreciate your podcast. I started listening a few weeks ago, and it's been great to feel the nostalgic feelings. I found the show right as I was figuring out that I'm gay. I was watching Summerland with Jesse McCartney, and a commercial for Friends with Benefits came on. I heard the part where Spencer was thinking about Ashley when she was kissing Aiden. My eyes bugged out. It was the first time I had ever seen that or heard that on TV. I remember being so intrigued and like, well, shit, I'm for <laughs> sure gay. Ha ha. It helped me on my journey of discovering who I am. I still love and watch a show on occasion. Your podcast has been amazing. I love the details you talk about. Being very observant myself, it's nice when other people point things out. Sorry for that long message, but I love this podcast and it's sad it's going to end. I haven't made it there yet. Thank you again. They probably made it there by now because this is an old message. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we thank you so much for that. And uh, we got another one from TennisFan3399 on Twitter. And they tell us the podcast on 131 was awesome. That's the one that we did with uh, Tom Lynch. You get to see the series creator side. He basically stated Mandy Musgrave made the series along with Gabrielle and Asha. Spencer is still the best. Listening and watching interviews, hopefully you get Gabrielle on this great podcast. From what I see so far, Gabrielle seems down to earth. The series should have went on longer. What are people afraid of? I hadn't watched this series since it originally aired until now. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank you, tennis fan. You keep Yay. up the great work of listening to our podcast. And thank you hopefully for the support. We can. Yeah, hopefully that too. And hopefully we can get Gabby. <laughs> you know, that would just be a dream come true. In addition that to the bananas and interviewing everyone we've already interviewed, that would just be banana sandwich, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, and we got a rating on our uh podcast page or apple pod if you guys want to give us a rating and tell us how great we are or what we uh need to work on actually don't tell us that if you guys want to go (laughs) on our apple podcast and give us five stars uh please do uh we love ratings and we love to read them online and we know that people care and that that shows us that people really like this podcast and we love to hear from you so this one is a rating from kvos 10 and their title is amazing podcast five stars I have always wanted to talk about South of Nowhere or find someone else who shares the love of the show. This podcast is exactly what I was looking for. I'm only a few episodes in and I'm already hooked. Amazing podcast and hosts. Yeah, Aww. that's me and you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that's all we have for mailbag. And we really appreciate you guys. If you guys want to send some more, if we have another episode, we will talk about it on this show. Yeah. Do y'all have fireworks where you live? Are people doing fireworks every day? 
No. But I've heard people on Twitter saying that they'd be having fireworks. So I don't know where they'd be at, but... Every day at 11 p.m., we got fireworks. Well, since Juneteenth. It's just been fireworks. And I, and I just, you know, it's getting kind of hot here in New York, so I open my window. You know, sometimes I like to mm-hmm. sleep with my window open a little bit. Oh. But I can't do that because the... Oh, I'm on the 20th floor. Ain't nobody coming up. Ain't nobody coming oh, okay. up. okay. Okay. Um, I mean, if they do make it up the 20th floor, I got bars on the windows. So they're not I feel like they would anyway. be tired by the time they got up there. They'd be like, you know that what? Too. It's not even worth it. <laughs> Unless it's Spider-Man, but Spider-Man, you know, ain't, ain't trying to get through these um, these bars on this window. But yeah. I can't even sleep in my window. I can't even get no fresh air at night because the, the fireworks are just popping. They popping. So that's what we're that's what we're doing. But my people, my listeners, my get wasted fans, my homies, we have Rob Moran, and he's a great guy. We talked on the phone, and uh, he's he's so easy to talk to. He's like he's like uh, what is he? He's like Arthur Carlin, like the real Arthur Carlin. So, um, thank you guys for being great. Hello to the new listeners. We love you as well. I don't know if this is our last episode. Who knows? Do you know? Right. We don't know. We could come back tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> It'll take a lot of editing on my part. But people just reach out. People just reach out to us for interviews, and I get different ideas out of the blue. And then we just be like, yo, let's do this. So we really appreciate you guys. Thanks for rocking with us this whole time. You've done a lot for my confidence <laughs> as a yeah, speaker you're loyal. to the world. And this is we a great platform. And we hopefully, hopefully, we used it in the best way. Go um, buy your mama house. Go buy your mama house. You smart. You loyal. Go put this money in your bank account. Go spend some money for no reason. (laughs) But seriously, y'all, thank you. And here is our interview with Rob Moran. And just to let you guys know, it was done on Zoom. So it may sound a little different to your ears. But uh, here you go. Enjoy. We call you Fody, uh, F-O-T-Y, Father of the Year, so we call you Fody. <laughs> Fody, I love that. Yeah. That's great. How's it going today? It's going great. Crazy with meetings, a lot of stuff going on, but i just glad I had time to talk to you guys. Yeah, I appreciate you making time, man. It's been, it's been crazy with the last few days. I've been busy, too. My sister's in school. She's on online school, Zoom school. Um, <laughs> I'm Nettie, by the way. That's Nisi. Nisi and Nettie. Yeah. I think we have... <laughs> TV show. What do you think? Hey, <laughs> this is the first step, right? The podcast? Hey, that's right. That's exactly right. Well, I'll tell you what, I was so, uh, I, I apologize. It's, it's taken a little while. A lot of crazy stuff going on right now because the world stopped spinning, right? Yeah. No problem well, for taking time to talk to us. Oh, absolutely. I'm honored to. It's, it's great catching up with you guys. I just love, I was at the, uh, I was at uh, Shake Shack yes, two days ago with my partner here and the girl behind the uh, counter looks right up and she goes, were you the dad on South of nowhere? And I'm like, how did you remember that? She goes, I watch it all the time on YouTube. I was like, ah, it's so cool. Yeah. It's an amazing show. It still resonates with people. The fans are still out there. Well, you know, it's funny. I, uh, people come up to me all the time about that show. And I realize the power and the impact that the relationship that Arthur had with his daughter on that show and how powerful that was. And I, I'm approached by so many uh, people, uh, guys, uh, mostly girls, but a lot of guys too, that just say that they wish that, that someone had talked to them and loved them the way 
it's portrayed in our show. And, you know, that really, it really resonates and, 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 and it strikes me every time someone says that because they're so sincere. Oh my gosh. You know, usually I get people coming up, you know, knocking me in the arm from Farley brother movie or something or saying some crazy line, but these people are so genuine and, you know, so moved by it. It's, it's just amazing. It's so powerful. Do you ever yeah. come up to you and are like, oh, well, you, you showed me like how I should deal with this and how I should be treating my, my child that's in this situation? I've had one or two, but mostly it's the child that comes up to me, you know, who could be an adult now, by the way, because uh, this show is quite a few years old, as you can tell. And, uh, you know, so mostly it's the kids, but they're not kids anymore, obviously, you know. Uh, but a whole new generation and another, you know, has, has watched the show via YouTube or through, uh, it's been on a couple different channels and it's on internationally now too. Um, I was just going to say that Arthur is such an icon and he doesn't judge Spencer and he was always there for her. And I feel like lots of parents or most parents nowadays don't act like that to their kids. Which is such a shame, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, as a dad, I have two daughters and, uh, when I hear that, I just, I mean, it, it's so t difficult navigating anything as a child growing up. Um, it's hard navigating with the support of your parents. Can you imagine without it? It's just brutal how you can feel like the world's against you or people don't understand you. And the one person you're hoping you can count on isn't even there. That's tough. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's why we wanted to do this podcast. I felt like there was so much to say about the show. There's so many conversations that can be had. And of course, it's my favorite show. So I figured since I'm such a fanatic and I know so much about it, I'll bring my sister along and we'll do a, a podcast about it. I'm, I have a radio background. so You got a great voice. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, let's get into how you came upon the role. Was it approached, was it approached or did you just audition? Well, before that, uh, Nettie and Nisi, right? You got to tell me how you guys got your names before we, uh, I get to ask the first question, okay? Okay, I'm so with that. Um, my name, my, my, my real name is Antoinette, like Antoinette. My dad's name is Anthony, so it was like the female version of his name, and I'm the first one, so they shortened it down to Nettie because some people can't say my first name, they, which is weird. So that's the <laughs> name they came up for me. Well, you know, I've heard a lot names and I've never heard Nettie or Nisi. So cool. Nisi, how'd you get your name? Um, so my, my real name, my government name, please bleep this out, is, <laughs> so my real name is Aldenise. It's my mom's middle name. And so, and no one can say it. Like I've been in school and teachers will call my name on the roster. No one says it right. There's a silent letter in it. So uh, my parents just call me Nisi for short. So now everyone calls me Nisi. I only go by Nisi. Beautiful. It's great. Your other name's pretty cool, too, I have to tell you. Thank you. You know, you may find uh, somebody at some point in your life brings that name back to you. You never know. But, uh, well, thank you for answering those questions. I think your names are really, really cool. Thank you. Oh, yeah, the question <laughs> um, about the part. How did you get the part of Arthur Carlin? How did it come up to you? It was one of those. It was just an audition. And... Um, uh, I remember I was called back a couple of times and um, it was, I had a great vibe in the room from the writers and the director. You've already uh, done a podcast with Tommy, who is one of the coolest guys around, right? 
He and is, uh, Nancy Lee was the uh, another producer and writer. She wrote the show. And I just felt a real connection with Nancy Lee as soon as I walked in the room. But then I never heard anything about it. And I got a call back. And then I got another call back, which means you go back in the room. They put you on camera, that type of thing. And they had me read with Gabby. And um, it just seemed so natural. We just kind of connected. And it didn't seem like work. It just like I was just talking to somebody. And then I didn't hear for a long time. And I got a call one day that we were gonna start shooting and that I got the role. And I was, I, I was just so, so happy to go meet the rest of the family and all the friends of the family, you know, and the extended family. And everyone that was on that set was just, it was a dream cast. We had a ball. They were gonna move the show originally to Canada to save money because uh, you get great tax incentives. And then California made them a deal to shoot in Woodyard, California, which is probably about 45 minutes outside of LA. And it was great because we all didn't have to pick up and move or be away from our families or our friends. Uh, and we could come home every night. So it worked out. It really worked out well. And it was with a great, great group of people. But it all started with Tommy and uh, Nancy Lake. At that point, did you were what did you think of the role at that point? Were you like, oh, my God, this is going to be epic? You know, I, I didn't know because uh, it wasn't like we, we knew everything that was going to happen. We only got a script at a time. So at first, I didn't quite realize, uh, you know, where Arthur was going. And then Maeve Quinlan, who plays my wife, it became evident as the script started coming in that she and I had two totally different views of who our daughter was and um, how to handle that situation. What's it like? What was it like working with Maeve? What's she like? It was really cool because uh, Maeve and I had a lot of friends in common uh, that we knew. So when either of us, when both of us got the role, all our friends were calling us saying, oh my gosh, I know Maeve. She's the greatest. You're going to have so much fun. And people were calling Maeve. And uh, so it turns out that we had um, adjoining dressing rooms. So Maeve and I bonded very quickly. And uh, it was just like the rest of the cast. Maeve and I, well, don't forget now, Maeve and I were the only like older folks on, on the set. So um, we spent a lot of time, of course, hanging out with everybody. But we could relate to a lot of, of what was going on um, because uh, we played, you know, the husband and wife, but it was uh, same thing with Maeve. It was just like, it just came so naturally. Uh, we would rehearse together. We uh, talk about the characters together, but then we just let it all go and let it roll. And Maeve was, she's just such a great actress and she, her emotional life is really right there. And she's able to bring it up, whether it's, you know, whether she's crushed by something or angered by something or is touched by something. Maeve is, is wonderful. And that gives you as an actor so much to work off of when, when she's right there uh, so full. You know, it just makes, it made my job so much easier. That's great. Yeah, we got to try to get her on the show next. We're, I've been like, oh my God, is she nice? Is she uh... <laughs> you have Do you have her email? I don't. We've just been hitting everybody up on social media. I, I'll send you her email and then 
and I'll call her for you and you get her on next. Unless if she doesn't say as nice of things that I'm saying about her, about me, then just cancel the podcast. Well, I promise we'll cancel the whole thing. <laughs> Sounds good. So how similar are you to Arthur? Did you bring any of yourself to that role? Um, in a lot of ways, uh, I wish I would react to things um, the way Arthur does. And I don't. Sometimes I'm reactionary. I just knee-jerk re re reactions to things that my kids do or I, people do at work. So I think the, the takeaway from, from me was just to kind of like take a pause when something's going on and let it wash over you and then, you know, let a little time go by and then address it. And I kind of wish I was more like Arthur. I mean, I think we have a lot of similarities, but that would be one that I, I, I wish would uh, kind of embody more of what my personality is. But yeah, I think there's a, there's quite a bit in there, and uh, there's still a place to go for me to get to the Arthur Zen quality of everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things, in addition to the cooking. But Nisi, you have a question? <laughs> I was just going to ask, uh, was there like a, like a favorite episode or a favorite scene that you shot? Like something that was really cool that you uh, remember shooting? I think the, uh, the one scene that really kind of – stuck out for me and really kind of left an imprint on the whole series was the role when Gabby was coming out and I was explaining to her that you're my daughter and I love you, period. You know, I love you because you're my daughter and that's who you are. And we're going to move through this, you know, we're going to move through this with you and our love's going to support the journey. And I just remember uh, thinking that, you know, that it was, I was so happy that they had written those words for me <laughs> and I didn't have to do the other role, you know, my yeah. the Maeve, the Maeve role. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, Oh, that was the episode where I think they had, like, she brought some reparative therapy doctor to the house or something like right. that. Right. Yeah, that was bizarre, wasn't it? That was so crazy. That made me so mad. Like, I still think about this because he wasn't even real. Like, that was not a real therapist. Yeah, you're exactly right. And then we ended up up in uh, her closet. I think we were sitting down in her bedroom or her closet somewhere, just kind of talking about the whole thing after Maeve had lost her temper. I, I, I think that's how it, how it went. But I do remember the moment where we were talking and it almost felt like uh, there wasn't even a crew around. I don't even remember the camera being there. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it looked really emotional. That was a, a tough episode to even talk about. When we talk, covered it on our show, I was like, oh, here we go, guys. Here we go. Like, yeah. emotions. Um, you told me, I think, when we talked on the phone that your daughters were watching the show, or they just started? They just they started watching. They love it. They just think it's great. They, uh, you know, it's always weird to see dad on something. And um, I kind of kept my, my girls and my wife's in the business as well, and we kind of kept them away from it when we lived in Los Angeles. Um, they just weren't hanging out on the set. We weren't going to a lot of premieres and stuff. And and uh, so it wasn't until they got a little older where they kind of could wrap their head around, you know, this is just kind of something, this is what we did. And uh, 
we weren't going to the office or going to work at the grocery store or, you know, uh, run a restaurant. We were going to the set to work and then coming home. And so um, they're pretty blown away by it. They, uh, they're like, Dad, man, oh, man, I had no idea. I mean, I think they think I'm cooler now because of the stance I took. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I was going to ask if they think you're cool now. I think they, they think I had moments. I don't think they think I'm cool yet, but uh, uh, I went up a couple notches. Nice, nice. Uh, do, oh, well, tell them about the podcast. If they want a companion piece? I'll definitely, I'll definitely tell them for sure. I appreciate that. Nisi, you got a question? Uh, no, you go ahead and ask another one. Wait, Nisi, I got a question for you. Sure. How long have you guys been doing the podcast? Um, we started doing it like last, the year before last year, like what, December, November, December, 20, cool. recorded our first episode, December of 2018. Wow. wow that's 20- great. <laughs> Smart idea. You guys, are you, uh, would you ever interview a, uh, a really strong fan who watches the show and has been following the show? Um, I would. I know. Um, we we thought about getting Travis on the show. You know, Travis. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. We're trying to figure out like what type of show it would be. Would we be talking to just him, or bring in different fan perspectives, like people that have the show has helped come out, like their journey as well. So we're thinking about getting those type of people too. Um, we just got to figure out like what our roadmap is going to be for that particular episode. That might be a pretty cool episode. Let me know if you get that one up. I want to watch it. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we um we typically do audio, and the video was like for like promotion and stuff like that. But I'll definitely cool. send the, the video. Tom always asks for the videos too. So, <laughs> <laughs> who's the person on set that had you laughing the most? Who was the jokester? Well, Matt was uh, Matt was really funny. Um, Chris was was great, and uh, but Maeve by far was hysterical. That's why you have to get her on this podcast. She was just the funniest. She would say the most off-color remarks at the most inappropriate times where I was trying to stay in character or find my character or find a moment. Maeve would then bust out some crazy crack and just bring me to my knees laughing. Did that uh, keep you on your toes as far as like, okay, she just made me laugh. Now I got to shoot this serious scene where my daughter's talking to me about her sexuality. <laughs> exactly. It was just be like, you know, after a while, I'm like, you just get away from me. Do not talk to me. Keep her away. I want to lock her in her dressing room so I can focus. That's really funny because I feel like she seems serious. Like I can't see her as like the big jokester. You know what's so funny? I've always told her, you got to do comedy. I'm telling you, you guys, she is so, so funny. Uh, you wouldn't even believe it. She'd be great in a comedy. So I hope we see her doing something, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, like a, um, just like on a zany, like a Farrelly Brothers comedy. She'd be great in something like that. Yeah, you have the hookup with the Farrelly Brothers, you can get her in one. There you go. There you go. Did you guys see Green Book, the movie? I saw it, yeah. So Peter Farrelly, who did Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, Something About Mary, all those wacky, funny movies, he, he and another guy co-wrote 
Uh, they had a couple guys who co-wrote the movie, and then Peter directed it, and they won Academy Award for the movie. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I saw the movie, and then I listened to some podcasts about it, and I, I heard that fact that Peter Farrelly was in it, was dealing yeah. with it. I was like, that's such yeah. a different type of movie than we're used to seeing from him. A little different than Dumb and Dumber, right? Exactly, yes, definitely. So do you still talk to anybody from the, from the show? I talk to Maeve occasionally. Uh, I talk to uh, Matt occasionally. I keep waiting. Uh, uh, Travis had set up a reunion one time for us. Uh, Travis actually came out to L.A. with his mom. So we all kind of went to meet Travis and we were able to hang out a little bit. Um, I think Maeve's getting married relatively soon. Well, she was until COVID. So uh, that will be a ball for sure because I'm sure the whole gang will be there. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I was actually at the reunion they had. It was like a convention thing they had in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you weren't there, so I didn't get to meet you, but that was an amazing time being with everybody. Oh, it was a great day. I had moved, and uh, they were doing it back on the West Coast, right? And uh, I couldn't make that, unfortunately. I was working, and I was so bummed, but they would – show me videos and they were FaceTiming me and uh, it was a great crowd and it looked like a lot of fun. It was, it was so awesome. Um, gosh, I, I love the show. It's my favorite. So I'm like a geek when it comes to it. So I was just like stars in my eyes. It was just great. I'm so glad you were able to be there. You moved to Atlanta recently or? We had done a couple of movies with the Farley brothers, a movie called Hall Pass shot here in Atlanta. And, um, my wife's from Georgia, and then uh, we did Dumb and Dumber 2, and we did The Three Stooges here. So after that, I, I had been in L.A. I'd lived there for a long time, and uh, my daughters were like eight, and no, it was 13 and eight. And uh, so she was in like eighth grade and fourth grade. That's how it worked. I'm not real quick. Uh, but... Um, it just seemed like a good time to move. Our family's all on the East Coast. My folks are in Rhode Island. My brothers, I have a couple of brothers that live there and one in New Jersey. So we were missing, we're a pretty tight family. So it just kind of worked out. We moved here. Transition was real smooth. There's a lot of work in Atlanta. Um, there's some movie studios here that rival anything in Los Angeles and other parts of the country. So it was kind of a natural, uh, a natural fit. And we've, we've loved it. It's, uh, it's been really wonderful. I've been hearing that, you know, Atlanta's a big hub for stuff like that. What is your favorite movie or type of movie? Um, I kind of, I like a movie that I don't know, like that I'm watching a movie, like that I'm just, I just totally get into the whole world of it. I like a suspenseful movie, like I'm a huge Godfather fan. Um, I also like, uh, like the original Alien, uh, those type of movies. Uh, I just like a really good film that's well made. You know, since this COVID thing started and the kids came home and they really weren't going to school, we do movie nights. So we would show them movies that they never had never seen before, like Rocky One and Little Miss Sunshine and uh, uh, um, Hoosiers and... Uh, the Karate Kid and, and these movies that, that my wife and I grew up with that the kids hadn't seen and they loved them. They, they hold up, they're strong. You know, it's like, 
anything Tom Hanks does, it's just, uh, it's just fantastic to watch, you know, an actor like that work, uh, like Forrest Gump or, uh, um, Castaway, um, stuff like that. But I'm pretty, uh, I'm like the perfect audience. I'll watch, I'll watch anything and love it. Yeah. I'm into, uh, psychological thrillers, anything that's like a crazy high concept thing. Um, I actually saw a great movie today, Jojo Rabbit. You seen that one? Ah, uh, I'm dying to see that. How was it? It was amazing. I there was not one moment where I was like, okay, I'm bored. Like there was no lull in the entertainment, or I felt like a scene wasn't needed. No, everything is is great. Jeff Bridges did a movie called Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. You should check it out. I think you really enjoy it. Jagged Edge with Jeff Bridges. Yep. Go check that out. Would you ever do a Zoom reunion with the cast? Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. I'd love to do that. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how... Well, I just figured out how Zoom works, like, yesterday, because you were like, hey, <laughs> can we do an audition? I've tried Zoom? Skype. I've had auditions, like, uh, I had this director who was in London. He wanted to uh, audition me for a film he was doing. So he said, well, Skype. And I'm like, oh, sure. So I just downloaded Skype, and I could not figure that thing out whatsoever. Never ever saw the guy on on camera i was actually on vacation somewhere and i had my laptop and i'm trying to figure it all out it was a total bust so i figured if, and you're much smarter than i am so thank you for adjusting uh to zoom zoom's not too bad right it's not it was pretty simple i just sent you the link and then you click in and you're here um we had issues with tom the first time we interviewed him like he couldn't get on for like a whole hour and a half like <laughs> It was like, oh, my God. And then with Asha, um, the link didn't work. And then I had to have her call me. Yeah, I That's like it better because just send a link and you're in. Great. Well, how's Asha doing? She's doing great. Um, she had just uh, – we met up at the Long Shadow movie premiere. She has a movie that she stars in called The Long Shadow. Uh-huh. Right before everything got shut down here in New York, she did a premiere here. And we met her. Well, I met her. Um, a few weeks after we interviewed her for the podcast and she's the sweetest. Oh, she's just the sweetest. And she's special. She's a light. She is just a, a bright light. Um, that's all about, that's pretty much all that I have. What about you, Nisi? Um, yeah, I don't have any more questions, but yeah, this was great. I had fun talking to you, Fody. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Nisi and Nettie, uh, I'm so glad you reached out and, uh, I just wish you guys the best and uh, keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, I'm glad you're doing something that you love. That's pretty special. I cool. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much for being so great and taking time to speak to us. You're welcome. Yes. Have a great day. All right. You Thanks. You too. Bye. Man, now that was an interview. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That was so cool talking to Fody. The Fody. Oh, man. Thank you, Fody. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your successful schedule <laughs> and talking to us little old ladies here. Um, yep. It was a pleasure, and uh, it was great. I love the part where he was asking us questions, because I was like, <laughs> dang, who wouldn't want to be interviewed by Rob Moran? Like, he interviewed me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, right? Uh, he was a cool dude and real thoughtful and sweet. He was. And you guys, now that uh, he asked us about our names, you know what the origin of our names are. (laughs) (laughs) I know you guys are wondering. (laughs) You know, it's about time you know about our names because we're we're like family. We are. We've been together for like 
over a year. If you guys have been rocking with us the whole time, we've been doing this podcast for like over a year, maybe almost a year and a half. So I mean, like we're pretty much family and we're in your ears every week or every month. So mm-hmm. if there is a next time, there should be a next time. Fingers crossed again. Let's mm-hmm. keep them crossed that we get another interview with an awesome cast member. Um, I got some in mind. He did mention Maeve, so we'll hit up Maeve and see uh, and see what kind of interview we can do with her. That's going to be interesting, right, Nick? Yeah, that'd be so cool. That would be so cool. And um, <laughs> I also want to tell you guys before we go, um, listen, wash your hands. <laughs> Wear the mask. Yeah, wear the mask. It catches all your spit that you spit out when you talk to people and when you breathe. And, you know, I know people, listen, I understand it's uncomfortable and you're used to spitting in people's faces. That's life. That's how we grew up. That's how we evolved. And we get it, too. Like, when you wear the mask, you can't breathe. But you're going to the store for 30 minutes. It's fine. Like, I work at Publix and sometimes I I can wear it for eight hours. So... You can wear it for 30 minutes to go to the store. Nisi and I are both essential workers, and <laughs> we have to wear these for hours on end per day, and I have yet to pass out. And, um, you know, I know we're preaching to the choir here, mm-hmm. probably. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we are preaching to the choir. <laughs> but you never know who might overhear this podcast and be making some bad life choices. So yep. um, I just want to say wear a mask wash your hands protect your family protect your friends and colleagues and people on the street yeah because don't we all want the world to go back to normal yeah if don't you, you do, want to go back to spitting on people don't you want to go back yeah. to that and yeah. yelling in people's faces and singing together well yeah. the sooner we figure this out the sooner we can get back to that okay yes all we have to do is work together we can do this together as a country you guys yeah <laughs> and you know what we're looking bad to the rest of the world right now we're looking like uh, oh yeah we're we're irresponsible people over here. It's looking pretty mm. bad for us. So um, let's like, like try to figure that out. Because I'm, I'm, I mean, listen, I don't got no comment on what this country does and anything <laughs> other than what we're talking about right now. But in this situation, when all the other countries have done their thing and figured it out and we're still over here looking like struggling, <laughs> struggle muffins, you know, struggle muffins, muffins. What? Yeah. You made that up. I know someone who said it to me once. Um and um and just to let you know you could be sick you may not have any symptoms but you could still be sick so that's why you wear the mask as well okay okay they're saying it back (laughs) okay um if you guys don't already know we have instagram get wasted son twitter son wasted and we have an email get wasted son at gmail.com we love to hear from you guys we love to hear from you guys and if you guys want to throw some new episode ideas our way to keep this thing going as long as we can you know whatever do it it wouldn't hurt it definitely wouldn't hurt (laughs) so do that and you know if it's an awesome comment we'll read it on our our next show and as well as social media hit us up on social media give us a good comment we'll read it on our next show and um that's about it nisi you got something else to talk about um, no, I don't think I have anything to say, but thanks for rocking with us, y'all. Y'all are As cool. always, as always, yes. And my name is Nettie. And I'm Nisi. We will see you when we see ya. Peace. See ya.